tell people. Yeah. Amen. Blog Talk Radio. Blessings, 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 and a gracious good afternoon, morning, evening, night, wherever or whatever time it is at this very moment that you are hearing the sound of my voice. I thank and praise God, as always, for another day, another opportunity. My sister and I was just chatting about, you know, the fact that every day is a day of life, a day that God has blessed us to still be in among the land of the living, and I am so, so very grateful that he has chosen to connect us together on this day in this appointed hour. So welcome to the It's Real Radio Talk Show. I am your host, Elder Coilette James, and I am so grateful that you tuned in to be a part of the show today. Whether you are live or listening to the archive, it is absolutely a blessing to be able to share with you from the heart of the Father through us, because that's what It's Real is all about. Our motto is real talk on real issues, and the only way we can get real is if we come from the real Word of God. Amen. We have to keep it in proper perspective so that we understand how to deal with everything that we are going on in life, the, the real issues of life. So God is a phenomenal God, and he is so gracious and so merciful not to leave us in our mess where he finds us possibly on a daily basis. <laughs> we can mess up in a twinkling of an eye, but thank God for his grace and mercy. And with that being said, my wonderful, wonderful, gorgeous, talented, unbelievable co-host is standing by to greet you with her own encouragement and salutations of the goodness of God. So, hey, Tanya, how are you? Man, says I was earlier, like I was telling you, I'm just so excited, you guys, just about life. And I'm finally coming into fold. Just had a birthday, December 3rd, and turning this double digits. I always put myself one year up, but I'm 55, and I thank God for double blessings, double grace, <laughs> a renewed mind, a perfect purpose, Amen. a double purpose, a double anointing. I'm just claiming everything that I possibly can, and I'm not telling you that I still don't get down. I'm not telling you that I may not get mad. I'm not telling you I may not get discouraged because I think we're all misled of believing that once we're in Christ, we're not supposed to even entertain those things. No, you're, I didn't say entertain them. You don't have to sit down and dine with them, eat with them. But sometimes when they come to visit, that's what this show is all about, for us to help each other, mm-hmm. be able to love each other, encourage each other, 
if we have to cry with each other. That's why we want you guys to call in and participate. And if you don't, just please just listen. And I hope that this show will help you and bless you in every way, not for our purpose as well, but for your purpose, because our purpose is your purpose, and hopefully your your purpose is ours. Amen? Amen. Amen. Seriously, that is definitely our desire is to share the purpose of God in our lives and our purpose on this earth realm. We are still in our series, Path to Purpose. It's just been something that God has, I think, had me on. And normally, and I'm I'm sure all the leaders that are on the line and they, they hear this, they understand what I'm about to say, is God will not allow you to take somewhere, someone else someplace that you've never been. He makes sure that those of us that are on the front line, that are in leadership, that are um, on the platform, that are presenting um, unto you guys, that we have to walk out that that he has given us to share because it is only in the process that we learn the true meaning of the, the process. Seriously, we cannot progress without going through the process, and we cannot share and encourage you guys on how to get to the other side of the particular process you may be in unless we walk through the process ourselves. So today we are we are dealing with it's time to realign yourself in order to reposition and repurpose your life. And um I I'm just so at all with God. I really, really am because He will speak something to my spirit and then back up and just like seal it and, and put his finger in my heart on it. And that's exactly what he did with this right here. I um, have been dealing, as you guys know, we've been dealing with the passive purpose for a while now, probably a little over a month now. And, and it's been a series I'm doing here on blog talk. I've also done a, did a webinar and some teachings on Facebook and I have another webinar um, tonight that is dealing with repositioning and repurposing your life. And this morning, um, I woke up to the sound of God telling me, you've been out of alignment, and now it's time to realign yourself. And I'm being transparent, okay? And as you guys know, it's real. <laughs> it's real. And we will, we will bear where we are and what we go through in order to help you guys get through what you're going through as well. So I woke up this morning to the sound of God saying you have been out of alignment and it is time to realign yourself. And I knew exactly what he was saying. I knew exactly what he was saying. And um, and I got up and and immediately I, I began to, to just thank him. And to praise him for speaking to me, seriously, um, because it wasn't a shock or a surprise what he said to me, because I already knew, but it, it was like this past week, it started last Sunday at church, and and pastor was praying for repositioning. And this was, this was, I'm telling you, God just has a way of saying, yes, you're in my flow. Yes, you're hearing me because I had already set up the webinar for tonight um, a couple of weeks ago about repositioning yourself, realigning yourself for the, to, so that we can end 2019 in victory and start 2020 um, stronger, 
stronger than we've been, stronger than we've ever been. That's that's my goal and that's my vision. And I know that, you know, we have walked through things and we have been to the mountaintop and we have felt like, oh, my God, I got this, you know. But I'm believing that because all of us walk through a humbling period, and I believe that's where we've been in a season of humbling us, not us humbling ourselves, but God humbling us by showing us our faults and our transgressions and and allowing us, hear me now, allowing us to miss the mark in some areas in our life. You know, because I believe that we get to a place where we think, you know, we got it together and we start to misjudge other people, not judge people, but misjudge other people when we see them in their struggle. And God has a way of allowing you to get into your own struggle so that you will understand and recognize when you see the struggle of someone else. And you will no longer misjudge them, but you will help them to discern the spirit that they're battling and the the way out, the way to get it together. So I'm grateful. So last Sunday, um, I, and I'm just trying to lay a foundation as we go into our topic today. Last Sunday, our pastor was um, did an altar call, and part of the altar call was to reposition yourself in the Lord. And anybody that wanted prayer in that, he called them up for that. And and I went, okay, because and it was just like, and I was, <laughs> it was like as as an elder at the church, I'm working the altar with him. I, I got the blessed oil. I'm, he's praying for people and laying hands, and you know, and we the ministry team, we work the altar with him and what have you. So we were doing all of that, and everybody, I you know, had gone and had had prayer and whatever, and he was like ready to go on back up and. um get into his word, and I was like, oh, wait, hold up, because I need to be anointed to be repositioned. You know, it, it was just like, I don't want to miss this moment. There are Kairos moments in time where God has an appointed um, meeting with you to to ignite or activate something that is within you. And if you're walking in pride or you don't want somebody to know that you have a need or something like that, you will miss that moment. You can be too busy about too much and then miss the moment that God has set aside for you. So I don't mind waiting and being the last one prayed for because I want to make sure everybody else gets theirs. But what I was not going to do was miss that appointed time for me because I knew within my spirit that I needed to reposition myself. I know the things. We all know the things that we battle with with ourselves internally. And we've talked about this before as well, that, you know, 90% of the time, it is not the enemy that we are battling. 90% of the time, it is ourselves. It is our flesh. It is our desire to do what we want to do. And if we can come to that recognition and see it for what it is and address it on our own, then God does not have to put you up there on the big jumbotron for the world to address it with you, okay? And so I would prefer to keep myself open to him and to his judgment like David did. You know, it's like David said, no, Lord, don't let, don't let my enemy judge me. You judge me. Because I know that there's mercy in your judgment. There may be some things I have to go through because of the choices that I make, but at least Amen. I know that in God's judgment, there is mercy there. Amen. That's so it started for me last Sunday. Yes, I, I promise you, it's, it's powerful and it's real. And so it started Amen. for me last Sunday and this whole week. 
that has been my focus. And certain things that I may have entertained week before last, I would not entertain this week because I purposed in my heart, I am repositioning myself with God. And then to have him speak to me what he did this morning, that you've been out of alignment, but you're coming back into alignment. And then at church, you know, at church, there was the spirit of God was just so, so strong and, and so evident in, in the move that he was doing in the lives of the people. And he told me specifically, this thing has run its course. And I'm like, that was really, really good news for me. And I'm sharing that because I believe that each of us, and I'm going to let you go in just a moment, Tanya, but I believe that each and every one of us have things in our lives that had to run its course. You know, there were some things that we battled with, we struggled with, we did, we didn't do, whatever the case may be, and and those things had to run their course. And once they had ran their course, then there was a hard stop by God. He said, that's it, it's over, it's done. Anything that the enemy thought that he had over you is done, it's, it's gone, it's over. Anything that you thought that you were in, self-condemnation about, it's done. It's over. It's over. It's through, okay? It has run its course. It is over. And so our focus today is about repositioning and repurposing our lives in that place in God where we recognize, okay, I didn't get it all straight. I didn't get it all right all the time. I understand that. You know, I did what what was um, expedient for me to do at that moment. That's what I did. I did just enough to get by, just enough to make sure my connection with you, God, was still there. You know, I didn't turn my back. I didn't walk away. I wasn't, you know, in a, in a place of renouncing my, my faith or anything like that. But I just did just enough, just enough to make sure that that connection just, just stayed there. I did not do what you called me to do because just enough is not enough. Partial obedience is still disobedience. If you know there's a call in your life to do specific things and you're not doing it, then you are not walking in the fullness of what God has called you to. And in order to draw that line in the sand and get beyond that, you have to first recognize it, face it, realize it, and now we can move on. Now we can reposition and repurpose ourselves and be set up for the victory of God in our lives because we let go of self. We let go of whatever blockage we had that was keeping us from giving a whole to God. And now we're ready. And now we're ready. And that is what's going to make us even stronger going into this new decade. This is not just a new year. We're going into a whole new decade, a whole new um, space of time, 2020. Okay. Think about this. We, we have to recognize that God is in the details. And he is a numbers man. You know, he is in the details. It's not by happenstance that certain things have a, a, a numerical um, connotation to it. 2020 is very significant. We have to understand that. But we know that in, if we cannot end this, victorious, and we don't have to wait till, till December 31st to claim the victory. We end it now so that we are positioned correctly now to go into this new decade that God has put before us. So that's where, that's where my heart is in this, is first and foremost, us recognizing 
who we are, where we are. We're, we're in the midst that our church uh, uh, in, in conducting a spiritual um, evaluation of ourselves. Where are we in the Lord? How old are we in God? All of these different things play into us obtaining the victory that we need in the Father, okay? Because we have to first recognize where we are before we can determine where we need to go. So if we don't stop and do that evaluation and and not and no holds barred, and this does not mean just condemn yourself and, oh, I messed up here, I messed up there, and I'm doing so much wrong. No, 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 no. It's, okay, this is where I am right now. My goal is to be at the place that you ordained me to be, God. That's my goal. It's not my man-made goal. It's your goal. You said you preordained, you predestined me before the foundation of the earth was laid. So my goal is in you. My goal is to be where you have predestined me to be. So if I have been doing things that have held me back from getting to that goal, then right now, right here, it's like I renounce all of that and I'm all in, God. I'm all in. So where do we go from here? And that's the question that you want to ask the Father. Here I am. Where do I need to go from here? Because we set and we make these societal goals in life that we have to accomplish this. We have to have this car. We have to have that house. We have to have this amount of money. We have to do this, doom, 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 doom. Okay. And we forget to say, okay, God, what are my spiritual goals? Where do you need me to be? You know, how do you need me to be functioning? How do I um, strengthen and, and build up? The, the spiritual call that's in my life so that I can function at a full capacity in the lives of others because that's what it's about. If I am messed up, if I am holding back, if I'm falling short of what I know I need to be doing in God, then I am not available to operate in a full capacity in the life of someone else. So I need to first figure out where I am Am I out of alignment? If I am, okay, Lord, let's straighten me up. Okay. Has this has run its course? Lord, I thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that this thing has run its course because it was bugging me. It was bothering me. I was in the midst of it, but it was still bothering me to even be in the midst of it because the spirit of the living God was still within me. And so, therefore, there was that check in my spirit that I'm not all in. I'm not praying like I used to. I'm not in my word like I used to be. I'm not doing what I used to do, okay? I understand. You know, I've done just enough. And that's not what you called me to, God. You didn't call me to just enough. You called me to abundance. And that means abundance in my service to you as well as what you will give unto me. So there's my little testimony uh, for where I am and the reason that I am so passionate in this hour about us getting it together so that we can be all that God has called us to be. So, Tanya, I'm going to step back for a moment and let you take it on from here. You know, it says, I'm telling you, it says, Elder, because I want to give you respect, respect is due. Um, I'm where you are. Now I'm going to tell my side of how I look at it, my view. And we don't talk about this show, you guys, before, you know, we get our top, my sister 
is led by the Holy Spirit, or you ask me, and I'm led by the Holy Spirit. And we get our topic that Sunday, today. And so lately what I've been going through is um, feelings of moments of different things in life, Um, a moment of depression, a moment of feeling worthlessness, a moment of feeling um, anointed, some days of feeling um, close to God, some days of feeling not close to God. And the song that I've been listening to lately, and I listen to music a lot of times because it soothes me. And then I hear God speak to me and that soothes me even more. And I tell people, you knock and the door shall be open, seek and ye shall find, ask and it shall be given unto you. He told me that several weeks ago. And I pictured that, I, I visualized that. And, and it's how you are with God and where you need to be with God and where you need to go with God. I'm not telling you that you need to do it my way or even elders way, but do it the way that God told you to do it. We're all his sheep, mm-hmm. not all of us. Not all of us. I got to make that clarity and clear. I'm not, that's, I'm not trying to get deep into it, but he said, my sheep know my voice. So when yeah. you hear the voice of God, how do I hear the voice of God? Because one thing my grandmother, my godmother used to say to me, God ain't going to tell you to do nothing bad. And the song that I've been listening to is I'm broken. You know what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say? I need you to rescue mm-hmm. me because I've, I'm mm-hmm. broken. And that's the same thing what Elder was saying, but on the on on the on the totally different sides, how God deals with us. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, you led me to minister to people, but I messed up. Mm-hmm. Now where do I go from here? But my eyes are closed, my arms are wide open, and I'm crying out to you, and I'm saying to you, I'm broken, and I really mm-hmm. need you to rescue me, because this is what you called me to do, to minister. This is what you called me to do mm-hmm. to love. This is what you called me to do to look past. He's taking me through. Look out. Don't judge people. I didn't realize I judged people, but we got to be careful because we can. And that's what Eddie was talking about, but I'm telling yep. you my side. Yep. It's so easy yep. to judge people just because they look mm-hmm. ragged or just because they don't look a certain way or a church way or got a certain or outfit on or something or driving a certain car, living in a certain house, that does not mean that God cannot use them. So when we go into these churches and we act so sanctimonial and we get in our cliques and our groups, I'm putting it out there. I want somebody to call me. I'm ready to get in the conversation. Then realize because I don't shine like you because you got the worldly shine. And Jesus walked through and the way he he anointed and the way he, he delivered and the way he ministered. He didn't come all flashy and bling blinging. He didn't do any of that. But he came quiet and calm. Mm-hmm. So all I'm saying is God can use anybody he chooses. He used a donkey, yeah. didn't he? He used a harlot hmm. and a whore, didn't he? He used a liar, didn't he? He used a manipulator, didn't he? Don't tell me who God can't use. So don't All take right. it for granted. Hallelujah. Because you pray every day and you go to church every day. Because you, you, you make every meeting and every social. Don't take yourself for granted, baby. Because there's mm-hmm. somebody that God put on the shelf mm-hmm. for such a time as this. To come out mm-hmm. and be honest and truthful about the word 
and how it's supposed to be applied in the land. Because I'm going to tell you something. Man, I had some Jehovah's Witness come to my door, y'all, the other day. I was like, y'all going to come back? Because I got something I got to tell you. They were looking like, run, start the car. <laughs> we got a talker here, okay? But I'm just saying to you guys, come on. This is what we're here for. I'm broken. And I need God to rescue me. That's realigning. I'm saying the same thing what mm-hmm. else was saying, but in a mm-hmm. different way. Yes, ma'am. Yes, you know what I'm ma'am. trying to say? In a different way. Lord, you know mm-hmm. what? I woke up this morning, you guys. I got out of bed. I stretched my shoulders, and all I could do was just say, Lord, I just want to thank you. I just truly, mm-hmm. truly want to thank you just for allowing me to thank you. It's my gift. Thank mm-hmm. you for blessing me for that gift, just to say thank you. Nothing else. Mm-hmm. I'm not asking for anything. But you woke me up this morning. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. That's what it's all about. I'm giving you back the platform, yeah. Elder. You know, as I, it's, brokenness can come in so many different forms. It can come in so many different forms. And your brokenness is not the same as my brokenness. And somebody else's brokenness may be totally different. But if you are not fitly joined together the way you're supposed to be, then you are suffering from brokenness. You know, some people, the brokenness is the pain of their heart. You know, they're broken in their heart because of circumstances and situations that they've gone through. Some people are broken in their mind, for real, for real. You know, they are suffering from mental challenges. You have people just grasping to just try to remember yesterday, you know, and, and, and it, it's so hard and so frustrating for them. I had my girlfriend over for Thanksgiving who had a stroke last year, and, you know, to see her, and there, there were so many times where she would just break down and cry because she's trying to focus, she's trying, she's like, she's looking for her mother, you know, and I don't want to just say, well, baby, your mother passed away a few years ago, but at the same time, all I could say was, she's not here. You know, um, she's looking for her daughter. Again, I can't, I don't want to just say, baby, your daughter passed away. You know, your only child, you lost your only child. You know, when she talks to her granddaughter, because her granddaughter and her daughter have the same name. So when she's talking to Lil' Eb, she, in her mind, equates it to talking to Big Ed. There are people that are broken in places. And in and, and all honesty, I believe this in the depth of my soul. I believe that the cause of her stroke and the cause of the, she's physically fine. But the cause of her, her, her mental thing is she just couldn't handle the pain. She couldn't handle the pain. And because she couldn't, she shut down. You know, our stress can cause things to happen in our body. So when you talk to her, she remembers people. You know, it's not like you walk in and she doesn't know who you know are. She knows exactly who you are. But in her mind, she goes back maybe 10, 15 years before the pain of losing her mom, before the pain of losing her child, before the pain of divorce after divorce. And you, you know what I'm saying? She'll, she'll go revert. She reverts back. Because I just really believe she can't stand the pain of focusing in on the here and the now. And I think there's a lot of people that, you know, are broken in that manner. They may not be in a rehab. They may not be in a nursing home. But they're still broken because they cannot come to terms with the pain of their past. Come on. 
And like you said, baby, Come on. brokenness is definitely definitely a place where you need to realign yourself. And because the here's the, here is the thing, okay? That one thing. Here is the thing. The word of God said when your mother and your father protect you, he's still there. And Come some on. of us feel like when our parents passed on in, in from this life to the other, that they forsook us. I, I had I know, I know someone that would have been actually angry, angry at their parents. As if the parent walked away and deserted them when baby, your parent died. They didn't want Come to leave. But, but, Come but, on. you know, God saw a different path. And so they did not purposely hurt you. They didn't just walk away from you. They transitioned out of this life. You know, I mean, we hold on, and our perception of some things causes us to hold on to our break, brokenness. There are people in our lives that we want reconciliation with so badly that it will cause a mental paralysis and emotional paralysis because of the fact that that reconciliation has not happened. Does not say it won't happen. It just not, has not happened as of yet. So again, that's where we go back to the word of God. That's where we go back to the spirit of God. That's why we go back to the fact that he is a loving father. We stay in, in, in a place of anger way too much. We, to be honest with you, then this is real, and I don't mean no disrespect to anybody. We stay in a place of pain too long. I, I I know, I know. When you lose someone that you care about, when someone betrays your trust in your heart, it's really difficult to hear somebody tell you you've been in this pain too long. I I'm the first person to tell you that there is a grieving process and you have to walk through that process. I'm not going to tell anybody, stop grieving because um, you lost somebody last week and, and I'm going to tell you this week to get over it. No, I am not going to do that. But what I am going to tell you, what I am going to tell you is in the midst of the process, whether it was through divorce, through death, through betrayal, through whatever happened to break your heart, okay, you have to go through the process, not get stuck in the process. And the only way to get through the process is to trust God, is to open up your heart and your mind and allow him to reposition you in him. Because right now you're positioned in that pain. And in the midst of that pain, you lose sight of the one that can heal. All you can see is the pain. It's like being in a tunnel and there is no light. You don't see the end of the tunnel. But it is there. Yes. In the moment that you cry out, cry out in sheer agony if that's what it takes. Cry out yes. to say, God, I need you now. Now. I need yes. you now. Yes. I need you. Yes. I need you. 
I need to be able to see that flicker. I need to see that light. I need to know that I'm going in he the right direction. Be because I can be yes. going. Yes, yes. I he can be going to deeper be in the tunnel if I can't see the flicker of light telling me to come this way. I need to see you. I need Isn't that you. knocking the door I should be open? You. Yes. That's knocking the door shall be open. I need you. Knock and the door shall be open. Lord, where are mm. you? Seek and ye shall find. I need you. Mm. Ask and it shall be given mm. unto you. He just mm. gave that to me. Mm. That's that's the, mm. what he's telling you in the word. He wouldn't have put it in there. He said, my word will not go out void. How do you nope. seek him today? I need you. I done made a mess of this. I need you to come mm. rescue me. I'm out mm. in the boat and I don't have a pedal. I don't have an oar. And I promise you my arms are tired from welling in the mm. water too long. Knock mm. and the door shall be open. Seek. Where are you, Lord? I'm coming. Mm. However you got to. Self-help groups. Mm. Get on this radio mm. show. Listen to somebody. Because let me say something to you. I had to tell a co-worker that just lost her husband. I know I may get on your nerves. And I'm sorry that I do. But I know that you're hurting. But I've been in that dark place before. And if I tell you that I love you as a sister in Christ, I don't want you to stay there long, okay? It's okay where you are. But I'm here to tell you, I can't let you stay there too long. Mm. Seek. And ye shall find. Mm-hmm. Ask. He keep telling me right now to tell whoever listening here. He's there. He's there. Mm-hmm. We never hear me what I'm saying. That's where we get wrong. We got people around you that are condemning you. People even in the church. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Oh, they, you messed up last week. How can you even talk about mm-hmm. asking God today? Oh, my God, you remember when you said this two months ago? God can't use you because Mm. I go every day and I don't cuss. And I don't do this and I don't do that. So he can't possibly talk Mm. to you. Mm. That's Mm. a lie from the devil, everybody. I'm telling you right now, that's a lie from the devil. That's a lie from the devil. Let me tell you something. My father, James Ray, God rest his soul right now. He drank for years. When God saved him, he used him so powerful even unto his death. Don't Mm. tell me what God can't do. Mm. I never forget. He didn't even get into God or Jesus. And my grandmother spoke life over him and said, you're going to be a minister. He said, <laughs> if God can make me a minister, he can change anybody. Well, I'm here to tell y'all right now. Mm-mm-mm-mm. He wow. can change anybody. He not only minister, he became a pastor. <laughs> okay. Yes. 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 You guys hear me? He went from, look, mm. 12 people to over 5,000 people. And please trust mm. me, numbers don't matter, y'all. More the numbers, the more mm. the pain. You got a bigger mess mm-hmm. than what you think in these churches. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? We're just doing the rituals in churches right now. Now, yeah. I ain't seeing all of them. 
People don't even know what's speaking in tongues. People don't even know what what the gift of interpretation. People don't even know what it's like to dance in the spirit. People don't even know what it's like to be slain in the spirit. People don't even know what it's like to be delivered in the church. People don't even know what it's like to go in lane and come out walking. People don't even know. Why don't we know anymore? Mm. Because it's all about the numbers and the money. Whether people get delivered or not. Mm. That's deep to me. That's another mm-hmm. dang topic and another show. Amen. Mm. You know, it's amazing to me how we can hold on to the pain tighter and longer than we hold on to the love of God. We can shift our emotions and our minds in a New York minute from the things of God to embrace the things of this world. And that's amazing. That's amazing to me because the things of this world don't mean us anything. It is all about the things of God. It is all about recognizing and understanding the love of our Father. And his mercy, his mercy. I, my, I, my pastor was sharing something this morning, and he was talking about um, the blood going forth, the blood of Christ, and that you don't hear about it. Um, and as he was talking about it, I wrote down, I said, the blood still speaks because it is the word of God. The word of God says, that my word, I believe it's Isaiah 58, my word will not go out and return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please it in the thing to which I have sent it. I mean, this word, I I promise you I'm not reading it. This word is engrafted within me because I know, and God has really stressed to me the power of words. His words will not go out and return unto him void. And as I wrote this down this morning, the blood still speaks because it is the word of God. It is because of the son, the, the, the word, the engrafted word of God was his word incarnate. It was Christ Jesus. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And nothing that was established was established without the word. And the word is Jesus. And the word that the, in um, John 1, it says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. That word was Christ Jesus. And when his blood was shed on Calvary, then that was that word. The, his blood cried out, not like Abel's blood cried out from the ground. Christ's blood cried out in a redemptive fashion. Christ's blood cried out to say, you don't have to stay where you are any longer. Christ's blood cried out to say, I have borne your pain, your heartache, your rejection, your betrayal, your sins. I've borne them all for you so that you can be reconciled back into the love of our Father, so that you can pick yourself up from the state that you are in and you can go forward. The word says that when we came into the knowledge of Christ and we gave ourselves to him, we became a new creation, a new creature, which is a new creation, that the old things are passed away. All all things have become new. 
And we unfortunately keep trying to hold on and reach back and grab the old instead of becoming the new. That's what this is about. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Repositioning yourself, repurposing your life is all about becoming the new. That's where your victory is. Stop holding on to the old. You can't change it. Can't change the past. I cannot go back and right my wrongs because they have already happened. I can't go back and withdraw the words that I have spoken because I already released them. But what I can do is from this day forward and every day after this day that God allows breath in my body, I can purpose, repositioning, repurposing, I can purpose to be who he has called me to be that day. I can purpose in my heart and in my mind to be in a position of usefulness to him. That is how I am going to reposition and repurpose by saying, you know what? Hey, what's done is done. And it sometimes it feels, it sounds cold, it sounds callous, but you know what? Sometimes that's just where you have to go. What's done is done. I've apologized till I'm blue in the face. I've tried to make amends. I've tried to do every possible thing I can, and nothing seems to be working. Okay, no problem. Hey, it is done. Can't go back and change it. Recognize, I recognize my faults. I recognize that I messed up. I recognize that I was not who I should have been unto your life. But guess what? Can't go back and change it. So I'm going to position myself to be in a position to be there in the future, should you choose to want me to be a part of your life. And if you choose not, hey, not that I don't care because I care. But I care more about being positioned properly in God than to allow what happened in the past. Kenya, I'm telling you, I'm talking to you. I can feel it in my spirit. I I have got to position myself in God to be in a place to be used of him in the lives of the multitude. That includes your children. But should they not choose to come back? and be your children in in the fullness of that state. That's between them and the Father. You were just stewards. You're still stewards over their lives. You may not have got it all right. I doggone sure know I didn't get it all right with mine, okay? But what I do know is that, God, you called me for more than just those two, and in your case, for more than just those three. And you give them to him, You keep moving because you've been called to the multitude. And what the enemy will try to do is keep you so bound up. Even though I'm talking to you, I'm talking to the masses right now. The enemy will keep you so bound up in your place of hurt and of pain because of one or two or three that you miss the multitude that he's called you to. He will work that out between the two or three. Or the one, whoever it is that I'm talking to beyond you, Tanya, that, you know, wherever your pain is, he will work that part out. But you cannot allow that part of your life to have you so tied up, tangled up, and bound up that 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 he called you to 
the multitude that he calls you to, those that are waiting for you to be that, that hand of deliverance in, on, on the behalf of the Father, to be that one of encouragement, to be that one to provide the need, to be that one to give that hand up. There are multitudes Amen. out there. Wait. Amen. I receive that. I receive it. I receive it. I receive it, and I receive it, and I receive it again. I just thank God, because one thing that I I know that the word that you're speaking, Elder, is true to be to the exactness, because I believe when God sends a prophet to give you a word, he sends the other one before or after to give you confirmation and your confirmation. And what I do realize and what I do know is that God has been speaking to me about all my daughters. And what I realize is I've loved them. I've done the best that I could. And I've made peace with that, you guys, because for so long I couldn't make peace with that. If my my middle daughter, if that's what it takes about me to get her to where she has to go, then guess what? Then God has sent me for the purpose that it meant for her to go there. If God has meant for my daughter's my oldest daughter to feel the way she do, guess what? Just like he took me on a journey, just like he took me on a path, he has to take her on a journey and a path. But one thing I know about it, my prayers over them, my love, my tears over them, God will honor, and he will still get to their destination. It may not be when I think they should go. It may not be when how I think it should be, but it's going to be the way that God Mm -hmm. predestined it to be just like my life right now. I thank God again. My brokenness stems from a many different things, but my brokenness now is not when I was molested. My brokenness right now is not because my mother rejected me. My brokenness now is not because of uh, me doing this. I have a totally new outlook on life. I'm on new destinies. And when you're on new destinies and new flights, there's new brokenness sometimes, you guys. You know what I'm trying to say? Trust me. I'm dealing with me and, and, and my purpose now. It's not so much about other people um, like my kids and they're not bored and blah, blah, blah. I'm not telling you I don't love them. I'm not telling you I don't pray for them. But now I'm saying, Lord, I'm broken. And I can't be, I can't help anybody if I'm broken. I need to go Mm. and keep on continuing to do what you called me to do. That's the minister. That's the uplift. That's the love. That's the thing that surpasses all understanding. That's the feed. That's the give. I want to give to people. I love that. I realize not so I can brag or boast, but it's what I just truly believe that that's what God put us on this earth for. I want to love. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to mm-hmm. minister. And for the first time now, I can truly say out of my mouth, I was called to be faithful, productive, fruitful, and committed in advancing God's kingdom on earth. And that's what I want mm-hmm. to do to the fullness until he takes me from here. I want to do what he's mm-hmm. called me to do. So when he comes, he yeah. can say to me, servant, a job well done. Man, greatest words of them all. So that's where I am. Mm. That's why I'm saying, Lord, help me, because I'm, I'm ready to let go of all this path. Amen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what we have to be, you know. Lord, help me. <laughs> help me, help me. You know, and, and, and even in what you just shared, it's like you had to get to that place. Of Lord, help me be who you called me to be. You know, help me to release all of this other stuff. I carry this baggage around way, way too long. Okay. You know, we all have baggage. We all have baggage. 
You know, we all have our challenges. But you have to get to that place. If you're going to, to realign yourself, reposition yourself, repurpose your life, you have to get to that place of that, I'm telling you, that line in the sand and say, okay, enough. Enough. I have dealt with this long enough. And hear God say exactly what he said to me. Okay, it has run its course. Let it go. Okay. <laughs> okay. No problem. No problem. All I could do was weep. Like, thank you. My tears were tears of joy. Thank you. Okay? Thank you. Because I was so tired of it. I was so tired of carrying it. You know, and in your repositioning, you have to go back and say, what was the last thing that God said to me? What did he say to me? You know, I um, I taught Bible study the other night, and there were questions, you know, like, seriously, what has God, what was the... I, I, I shared this also in the shut-in we did a week ago. You know, what was the first thing that God ever spoke to you? And I'm serious about this. I'm, I'm inviting you guys. So you may have heard this last week, but I'm inviting you again. What was the first thing that God ever spoke to you? Okay? And what was the last thing that God has spoken to you? And have you dropped the ball in between? Because... When I think of this morning when God spoke to me and said, you know, you've been out of alignment and it's time to realign. And as as the the day went forth and and in church and different things, one of the things that I remember very, very clearly, in 2010, 2010, I moved back to Las Vegas. I moved back on a Friday, on Tuesday morning, because we have early morning prayer at the church, Tuesday through Friday. On Tuesday morning, I was at the church at early morning prayer, and God spoke two things to me that morning. He said, number one, this is not conditional. You cannot do this when you want to. This you must do. And he was talking about early morning prayer. You must do. It's not optional. That's what he said. It is not optional. This you must do. And the second thing was be still and know that I am God. I remember that so, so very, so very clear. Now, from 2010 to now, it's about to be 10 years. Okay. And in that period of time, I've lived in different states. I've, you know, I've been in different positions in life. I've been, in the, the want and need, I've been in, you know, all needs met. I've been through so much over these past 10 years. But the one thing that he said was not optional is the one thing that I've allowed to shift in my life. So, yeah, I, I do shut in. I, I get before God and whatever. But that it's not optional every single morning to be up in early morning prayer. It does not matter if I'm inside the quote-unquote church building since I am the church and he dwells in me. When he said this is not optional, it didn't mean just being in that building Tuesday through Friday. It meant getting before me early in the morning, and I've allowed that to slip. Like I said before, I'm being transparent. I've done just enough. Do I pray? Of course I pray, you know, 
Am I in my word from time to time? Not like I used to. I used to literally sleep with the Bible on the pillow next to me. I would wake up to the word of God and I would go to sleep to the word of God. I had the word in picture frames. Instead of having people's picture, I had the word, different scriptures that God had given me and posted because that's what I needed at that point in time in my life. Have, have I lost what, as he said, <laughs> as he said in Revelation, it is like I lost my first love. Because I've done just enough. I've studied because I know I had to give a word. I've studied. I've prayed because, you know, there's a need right then. Not just for me. Please hear me. You know, but there's a need for other people. I'm, I'm really quick. I can take your hand and let's, let's go in prayer, whatever. But that constant, consistent morning, opening up my eyes with God has slipped. It's sketchy. Some mornings, yes. Some mornings, no. And I had to go back to the word he spoke. This is not optional. So because that flipped, because that was the command that he gave me, then that made other things in my life flip. So hear me. It's, it's, you know, you cannot realign and reposition yourself. I've already made up my mind. I said in church today, I said, okay, you know, normally I'm awake bright and early in the morning, but I know, you know, because I, I need to be like kind of in front of my computer from five o'clock in the morning when I'm in Las Vegas because my company that I work for is in Atlanta. So I work on East Coast time. And so that's already eight o'clock in the morning, but I already made up in my mind today. I'm like, oh, I'm going to set the clock for 4 a.m. so that if I don't wake up, on my own. I will be awoken because I am going to purpose in my heart to go back to the things that he told me to do. I'm repositioning. I'm realigning so that I can flow in what he's called me to. My gifts and my talents are sure. My anointing is sure. I am anointed to do what God has called me to do. And I've not lost that anointing. And I thank God for that. But even in that, the power of that anointing is predicated on my obedience to him. So as he has brought it to my attention, just enough is not enough. Okay. Because I know in my heart of hearts where you are taking me, just enough just won't do. I got it. I got it. So you got to come real with yourself. You know, the world sees one thing, but you know the real. So I know the real. And because I know the real, now I can attend to the real. I've come face-to-face with it. I've acknowledged it. Now it's time to do something about it. And that's what I'm inviting all of you to do. Come face-to-face with the reality of where are you missing it? Where are you missing it? Where are you doing just enough? so that it has an appearance that it's all good. But just enough is not enough. Not enough. That's not enough. So I'm encouraging you all, start today, (laughs) okay? Start today. Allowing God's predetermined destiny for you. That's what predestination is. God's predetermined destiny for you to unfold in your life. And for that to happen, you've got to go through the process of getting to the place 
and in the position where he can utilize and use you. He can utilize the gifts and the talents he has placed within you and use you to make a difference in this dark and perverse world because that's what it's all about. It's all about the soul when all is said and done because as I keep saying, you can't take none of this with you. When you transition, all of that stuff that you're working for in the natural and the world says that, you know, society says makes you successful, none of that goes with you. But the souls that you have impacted, that's when you will hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. That is what you will be judged on, your works. Because he's written you in the Lamb's Book of Life. He didn't put you in to take you out. You're there. But your, your judgment. There's two judgments. One is the judgment of those that have rejected his son. And those are the ones that will hear, depart from me, you wicked and perverse person, because I never knew you. Okay. The judgment of the saints of God is, what did you do with my son? Your works will be judged. So understand, God has given you an opportunity in his grace and in his mercy to get it right. Realign, reposition, and repurpose your heart to the things of God. And success yeah. on the natural side will flow. You ain't even got to worry Amen. about that. Amen. Focus on your success in the spirit. Let that be your focus. Sis, we're down in three minutes. I'm going to let you take it from here. Well, let me just first say this. While you were speaking, Elder, the Holy Spirit gave me something to bring back to you guys again in the word of God says when the um the he he was a owner basically and he went off the master went off and he had three of his workers and he gave them talents and meaning what mm -hmm. would they use different words in the bible talents gifts however you want to look at it and and what you don't understand is they still took it one took it and buried it, and one took it and made double, and one took it and multiplied it. It doesn't necessarily mean all the time money. And I think that's where we, mm -hmm. we get off track because we think that the more money mm -hmm. we make, God is pleased. But it's how many souls mm -hmm. did you save with the gifts that I gave you? How many people did you love with the love mm -hmm. that I gave you? How many people did you show patience to with the patience that I gave you? What gift did God give you that you should be using towards others and not just yourself? And it's a true story because when he comes back, he's going to ask us. And I hope you don't yep. say, I didn't do anything. And I hope you didn't say that I buried him. Look, Daddy, look, I got the same thing that you, you gave me when you left me. When you birthed me into mm. this world, when you birthed me into this world, you allowed me to live through all oppositions or some of you molested, some of you raped, whatever it is. Some of you beat, some of you misused, some of you abused, whether it's with a spouse or men, women can be abusive too, verbally abused, whatever it is, mm -hmm. mental illness, mm -hmm. whatever it is, your mother rejected you, your father rejected you, whatever it is, you was an orphan, you was adopted, whatever it is, what did you still do for what I gave you? Because I'm back now. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, we have to answer to him, not your spouse, mm -hmm. not your boss on your job, not the people in your life, not those. But God is going to ask you, what did you do? Yes, I'm not telling mm -hmm. you it's supposed to be perfect. I'm not going to tell you, you you didn't do this. I'm not going to tell you that. I believe that. That's why he has mercy and grace. Because he knows this flesh and blood, we can get in a lot of trouble with it. But what did you mm -hmm. do? And that's what you want to ask God. 
Help me. That's what I told the Lord. I'm broken. I need you to rescue me. I'm tired out. I'm tired of all this. I'm tired of fighting this battle. I've been fighting this too long. I ain't, I'm, ready. I'm not ready to fight that no more. I'm ready. Because, see, what's happening is the reason why you think that God is not doing his part is because you're not doing yours. That's what right. he told me about myself right now. And I know I ain't on this platform alone. I know it's some listeners. Mm. I know it's some people out there. If you listen to this and the sound of my voice, you know that's to be the truth, too. See, if you if yeah. you play with God raggedy, you will get raggedy results. And playing with mm. him is not, not mm. even the plan. Okay. But if you work that word and you work that prayer and you like you saying, what is, what is it that you can do differently? It's something you can do differently. Mm-hmm. If it's waking up an hour before you go to work just to get on your knees, if it's waking up an hour to listen to something motivating, if it's waking up an hour, a half an hour, 15 minutes just to say, Lord, I just, if this time is with you, let me spend 15 minutes of this time with you and let it be my mm-hmm. best time. And like you said, mm-hmm. Elder, we can do more. Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm just praying for the sound of the voice of our audience and pray that they be blessed. Pray that you keep them, uh, circle the angels around and protect them, lead and guide them until the anointing and the gift that you have for them to do, to allow them to find their purpose, their plan. In the Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I love you guys. Amen. Amen. Love you, sis. You guys have an incredible day in the Lord. God bless you. I love you, sis. I love you too, sweetie. Let's keep it real.